Hey Raiders family, it's Berkey here and welcome to my post-match review against the Cowboys round 12 last Saturday in a very hot Townsville. Compared to Canberra, it was very hot uh, and you could really see the struggle with our guys, particularly with a chopped up field that that stadium was, which was quite ridiculous considering there's hardly been any game time there. Um, but look, anyway, great to come away with a win. Any win this time of the year, guys, uh, particularly that type of road trip, it's practically four points. Uh, in the bank, even though it only is two points on the table, um, it's really a four-point trip uh, with the the um, with, with the necessary um, process the players have to go through, a three-and-a-half-hour flight, sit around for two, three hours to, to get rid of the lag, warm up and come back home again. It's a big day. Um, but we got there in the end. That's the main thing. Look, some really positives out of the game, as we all saw. So I want to drill down to this top ten to where I think we're at at the moment. Obviously, I want to start with John Bateman's factor and is he going to be an X factor for us? Getting to the latter half of the year, latter end of the year, you really need to start looking at players that can bring that X factor in the big moments and the big games. Now, whilst John didn't do anything outstanding, what he does do or what he did do, which I'll cover in the top 10, he brought George Williams out of his shell a little bit more on the inside. He certainly brought Curtis Scott out of his shell on the right side. So players like Bateman, while they don't do many brilliant things, um, just the just the way they can bring other players into the game with their will to win, their motivation, their never-say-die attitude um, is so critical at this stage of the year. When you look to players for the big plays, these are the sort of guys that we look to. Obviously, our other X factor, uh, Josh Hodgson's no longer there, so we can't rely on him. So players like Bateman are just so critical to this team for those things, those little one percenters, the motivation, as I said, um, just those pick-me-ups that he can now bring. So I think he's going to be a big X factor to us for the next eight or nine rounds. He looked fit, having not played for nine months. He was involved. An away trip to Townsville could really suck and drain his energy, which it did do. But to play 80 minutes is huge for us, particularly now we've got Penrith this week, a big game, then the Titans and the Broncos. So we've got a couple of big weeks still. Players like Bateman are worth their weight in gold with that X-factor possibility around other players that can help him, that, that he can help along. Jordan Rapana, number two, was outstanding. Um, like for a guy that um, we weren't even going to have him at the start of the year due to um, uh, rugby, I'm a big believer in fate, and this is obviously fate with COVID, no rugby. He comes back to Canberra. We've got a little bit of money. Suddenly he's back on the bench, then he's in the wing, then he's centre, and now he's fullback. His game the other night was outstanding. We're very lucky we've got a guy of Jordan Rapana now as a real backline fixer, wing, centre, fullback. He, we can throw him anywhere he's going to do the job. Um, but he was good on his feet. His runs back were terrific, 190-odd run metres, uh, a big, big game from Jordan. I've gone for Curtis Scott at number three. Now, the guy's been smashed from pillar to post since he joined us in January for obvious reasons. But, look, he didn't do anything outstanding again. Um, really nice catch and pass to Kotrick in one motion to get that first try with George Williams. His defence was solid. The Bateman factor on his inside was huge for his confidence. To have a guy, an international world-class back rower like John Bateman, um, who very rarely misses a tackle, I think it just gives Curtis that confidence he needs. Good try, good palm to get into the corner. Um, it's what we needed at that stage of the game, obviously, with the Cowboys having scored a few minutes earlier. But 
hopefully this will just give Curtis some momentum now, just to build his confidence, knowing that he's got people inside that believe in that believe in him, and someone like Nick Kotrick on the outside who's a fantastic finisher. A couple of things now I want to talk about um, Jack, uh, his drop kicks. Now, in this day and age, we really need our drop kicks to be going 50, 60 metres on the fly. Um, you know, we can't be giving up drop kicks and then Jack's only kicking them 20, 30 metres. He did the same last week against the Rabbits. His kicks went no more than 30 metres. Uh, we really need his drop kicks to be 50 on the fly, 60 on the fly, just to give our defensive line some chance to get up and have the repeat set starting from at least a halfway line. When it's starting 20, 30 metres out, it's a huge mental strain on all the defensive line. So I don't know what the issue is there with Jack, whether it's a confidence thing, um, but we really need those drop kicks to be going a hell of a lot further than what they are. Jack's running game the last couple of weeks, that's at number five, just seems to be dropping off a little bit. Um, he looks great when he's catching the ball at speed at the advantage line and he can either decide to hit Elliott um, or Jordan out the back or he takes that beautiful step off his left foot back down the ruck. Few times on the weekend when he did run, he looked great, but I don't think he's running enough and putting the markers that are coming across under enough uh, under enough um, scrutiny to make their tackles. Whiten's a big running five eight. He needs to be running a hell of a lot more than what he is, and not just passing and showing or passing and going or passing and kicking. We need him running. That's what his main strength is. The last couple of weeks, he just seems to be dropping off a bit with his running game. Might just be a confidence thing. Don't know what it is, but we need him back running the ball like the 5'8 is that he should be. I've gone for George Williams at, uh, at number six. I'm really liking what he's bringing to this side now. As I said, having Bateman now on his outside, someone he's used to, his English second row, his English his international second rower, um, it, I think it just builds his confidence. He knew when he jinked back into the left on the weekend on the inside and nothing was happening, he could jink back to the right, pick up Bateman, pick up Scott. So I think this is a really big factor for us guys having Bateman back. It brings George Williams a lot more into the game that, than uh, than he has in the past. Number seven, I've gone for Joe Tarpanay. I thought his game on the weekend once again was exemplary. He's really taking a lot of those gritty mongrel rucks. He's backing into the back line, getting some really good yardage, um, which is quite important. Um, but as I said, he can blend from edges into the middle, middle into the edges. Really important for our versatility if we need a quick switch He's there for the link man, or he can really go through that middle corridor and get an offload away. The last few weeks, he's been very disciplined, um, and his game's been fantastic. Corey Harawira-Naira at number nine, at number eight, I beg your pardon. Um, solid without being outstanding. He looked to muscle up some good runs, some good hits in defence. Sort of got caught out with the Tom Malolo try. He came across too far from the middle. Ryan Sutton was a bit lazy, didn't come across with him. And the gap just opened up down the middle. Just a conversation, communication thing now with Corey, getting to know the players, how they react, how they move and so on. But I was really happy with his debut. I think he'll bring a lot of punch to that left edge, which obviously where Ricky looks like he's going to play him, which is where he played on the weekend with Elliot going to the centres and Jared on the wing when uh, Villiami uh, um, went off injured with his knee. So... Solid first debut. I expect some more match fitness now, which is quite important for him just to get the feel of how this side plays together. 
Number nine, I've gone for Ryan Sutton. I thought he was a monster when he came on. Some real solid runs, really added some start through that middle corridor, which is what we need from someone like Ryan. So top-notch game from him again. Um, he's really muscling up well in defence. Other than that miss, as I said earlier, where he was a bit lazy coming across to fill that hole when uh, Taumalolo scored, but he's had some really solid runs, some good carries and some really solid defence. And number 10, I've gone for Captain Croker. The goal from the sideline was mint, considering the pressure, the leg fatigue, the stage of the game it was at. It was a real leader's goal. Um, I thought his runs out of dummy half as well were fantastic. Um, and he just settled the team around him and the players around him quite beautifully now that he's sole captain with Hodjo not being there. So look, Raiders fans, that's it for my top 10 this week. Looking forward to the Panthers game this Saturday night at Panthers Stadium. I'll have my top 10 up either Friday or Saturday for your viewing pleasure. Hit me up with any comments, likes or queries on any of the social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. I'm happy to answer or get in a conversation with any queries you've got. And as always, this is guys, this is Berkey. Bleed Green, out.